Welcome to a brand new episode of the Jam Pack Report today for November the 10th of 2020 and happy launch day to the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S and congratulations to the team that made it possible behind the scenes. What an incredible time to be a player and I will say this is a very impressive little console. Uh, of course I have not hooked this up, I just got back from Best Buy just a few moments ago but I knew that this show had to go on uh, and ultimately first impressions very hefty console uh, it's about two pounds heavier than a PlayStation 4 Pro and let me tell you it's a very solid machine I mean if you were going to use any gaming console as a weapon in self-defense it would probably be this one uh, but on top of course the green screen is going to take it out but there's some accent uh, highlight here uh, along the sides of these small little circles on top the vents holes if you will uh, but ultimately very impressed with the console design and cannot wait to dive in and hook it up in just a couple of moments uh, but I did want to confirm we have one in our possession package has been secured but the show does go on because there's plenty of news to dive into today, including a new PlayStation ad that tells fans when to anticipate Ratchet & Clank, Gran Turismo 7, and Horizon Forbidden West in 2021. Earlier this month, an ad made the rounds on YouTube, suggesting a Gran Turismo 7 launch in the first half of 2021. Another ad, a full-blown trailer this time, shows Sony is doubling down on that expectation. This very same spot also reveals when the company expects Returnal, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, and Horizon Forbidden West to arrive. About 8 seconds into Sony's new PlayStation 5 launch, New Worlds to Explore commercial, a blurb of fine print appears at the bottom of the screen. The November 12th due dates for Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales and Demon Souls feature on the first list. Meanwhile, the second line of text notes that Gran Turismo 7, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, and Returnal are all anticipated in the first half of 2021. Finally, the brief blurb reveals a second half of 2021 launch window for Guerrilla Games' next adventure in Horizon Forbidden West. You can see the full ad in the following video, narrated by Sony's new strategic creative partner, Travis Scott. This all indicates that Sony has a packed 2021 plan for its PlayStation platforms in terms of exclusive content. And it is worth noting that God of War's Ragnarok-centric adventure was recently teased for a 2021 release too. It will be interesting to see if that particular title actually arrives by the end of next year though, given the little read-nothing that has been shown of it thus far. PlayStation 5 is now mere days away for about half of the world. The console arrives in the United States, Japan, Australia, Canada, Mexico, New Zealand, and South Korea on November the 12th. Europe, the Middle East, South America, Asia, and South Africa will receive the new hardware on November the 19th. This is a very good distribution of many, many big games because essentially, from what I'm reading here, in the first half of 2021, you have at least Ratchet & Clank, Gran Turismo 7, and Returnal if everything goes smoothly. Then, in the last half of 2021, you at least have Horizon Forbidden West as the big holiday game, and potentially you even have God of War. But I will say, I think God of War is going to get pushed back to spring of 2022 uh, because that is a very important game. And that that is when I plan to pick up a PlayStation 5 uh, because God of War is a system seller and they know that. Horizon is as well and many of these other games are as well but ultimately the holiday 2021 launch window all the way into holiday 2022 is when you can convince other people outside of the dedicated core PlayStation fan base that is getting one this week or next week to pick one up. 
And so that is pretty much the first opportunity outside of the launch window to show the worth of the console uh, and to be able to say, hey, God of War looks phenomenal, 10 out of 10 across the board. Horizon Forbidden West looks phenomenal, 10 out of 10 across the board. Uh, those are very important uh, elements there. And of course, who knows how good these games will actually be, but judging off of the pedigree of the studios that are undertaking these uh, you know, big jobs, I think it's going to be okay. But that's when you can expect some of the biggest games, and some good news for a game that is coming out this week. Spider-Man PS4 save data will carry over to PlayStation 5 after all, but it will be a post-launch update. Spider fans who have played or are still playing Marvel Spider-Man on PlayStation 4 will be able to carry over their progress to the remastered PlayStation 5 version of the game, a reversal from developer Insomniac Game states. The studio announced the change on Twitter on Monday, saying that game save transfers will be available sometime after Marvel Spider-Man Remastered launches on PS5 this week. We have heard you. In an upcoming update for Marvel Spider-Man on PS4, we will add the ability to export your save to Marvel Spider-Man Remastered, Insomniac said in a tweet. This update will also add the three new suits from Remastered to the PS4 game. We expect to bring you this update around Thanksgiving. You can see Spider-Man Remastered's new suits and learn more about each one's history in Polygon's Guide, but Insomniac originally said in September that saves would not carry over from the PS4 game to its PS5 remaster. That was extra salt in the wound for owners of the PlayStation 4 version of Marvel Spider-Man who found out they would not be able to upgrade their current-gen copy of the game to the next-gen for free. Marvel Spider-Man Remastered will be released November the 12th in tandem with Sony's launch of the PlayStation 5. The remastered version of the game will include the City That Never Sleeps DLC and is included as part of Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition Collection. So, this is good news. Of course, many people have put many hours into Spider-Man on PS4 and it would be nice to pick up on the PlayStation 5. And there is one specific group that I think is going to be able to take great advantage of this, and that is the group of players that might have played the base game on PS4 but never picked up the DLC. That presents a new opportunity to dive back in and get plenty of new content. Because ultimately, Miles Morales is clocking in at less than 20 hours for a lot of people if you're just blasting through doing the missions. Now, of course, you can wander around, explore just as you could in Spider-Man proper on the PlayStation Four. Uh, but ultimately, it would be nice to have a little bit more to do, and it seems like the remastered version of Spider-Man is going to bring you that fulfillment. Now, of course, uh, this is not included with the $50 version of Miles Morales. That is the base game. Uh, that is the expand alone, I believe, as the term says. Uh, but if you do want to get the Ultimate Edition, you can pay 70 bucks and get the remastered PS4 Spider-Man as well. Now, the good news is PS5 games will be region-free, which is fantastic news for those that like to play games that might not necessarily be localized. It's finally launch week for the new generation of consoles, and Sony has cleared up a ton of lingering questions about the PS5 and an exhaustive fact. It covered a lot of ground, but perhaps the biggest takeaway is that PS5 games will be region-free, so you won't have to worry about whether you, uh, excuse me, whether games you import from another country will run on your new oddly-shaped console. PlayStation 4 games were also region-free. It should not come as too much of a surprise that the PS5 will support the PlayStation Now service, although the PS5 won't run PS3, PS2, or original PlayStation game discs. At least there is still a way for you to dive back into a library of older games on the console. Sony has long claimed that the vast majority of PS4 games will work on PS5, with very few exceptions. Some Ubisoft games may not run on the console either, but the details are unclear. Cross-generation multiplayer will work by default, whether you're playing a multiplayer PS4 game on your PS4 or PS5 via backward compatibility, you will be able to play with other players on either console for the same game, Sony wrote. 
It is up to developers whether a PS5-specific version of their game will allow you to play with a friend who has the PS4 version of it. As for PlayStation Plus, Sony confirmed you will still get two free PS4 games per month for the foreseeable future. It is our goal to add PS5 games regularly to the monthly games lineup, the company said. PlayStation Plus subscribers who have a PS5 will be able to claim bug snacks for free starting this week. There is also a number of PS4 classics you can claim through the PlayStation Plus collection. There will not be any other color schemes for the console at launch, but variants of the DualSense controller will eventually be available. You can't expand the internal SSD storage at launch. You will have to wait for a software update that adds support for certain M.2 SSD drives. Although you can run PS4 games from an external USB drive, and explorations are underway for using USB drives as cold storage for PS5 games. Although the PS5 will eventually be able to output resolutions at up to 8K, it does not support 1440p, which may come as a disappointment if you have a 1440p monitor like me. Those looking to put the console at the center of their home theater should note that its HDR support is limited to HDR10, no Dolby Vision or HDR10 Plus here, while the audio side is missing Dolby Atmos. The PlayStation 5 won't have a dedicated web browser either, which may not be a huge blow considering how terrible the browser was on PS3 and PS4, but 10-year-olds around the country are crying in pain. Uh, so PS5 games will be region-free, fantastic news, and there is a couple of uh, a collection of fun facts, if you will, about what is happening on the PlayStation 5. Now the good news is that there is now a PS5 Remote Play app on the PlayStation 4 you'll find the PS5 Remote Play app automatically available on the PS4 dashboard. This app lets you use the PS4 to connect to and control your PlayStation 5. The options let you switch between 540p, 720p standard, and 1080p streaming. To use Remote Play, you have to enable it on the PS5 you're connecting to first. To do that on your PS5, go to Settings, System, Remote Play, and turn on Enable Remote Play. While we can't currently test the feature because our PS5s are offline for maintenance, they say at Eurogamer.net, but the key question here is whether you'll be able to play PS5 games on PS4 via remote play using a DualShock controller. While you can use the PS4's pad to play some PS4 games on PS5, you can't use it as a PS5 game controller. Sony has come under fire for the decision at a time when Xbox Series X games are playable with any Xbox One controller. Explaining its decision, Sony said it believed PS5 games should take advantage of the new capabilities and features we are bringing to the platform, including the features of DualSense Wireless Controller. So I want to talk about this statement first, uh, where they explain why you should use the DualSense, and you should. Uh, that is because if you look at the exact same example in the world of HDMI cables, right now the Xbox Series X comes with an incredibly high quality HDMI cable in the same way the PlayStation 5 does. And if you don't use that cable and you use another cable, you might not be able to achieve the full 120Hz refresh rate. You might not be able to achieve all of the high resolution features that come with these new consoles. You won't be able to get the most bang for your buck. And the DualSense has an incredible amount of technology packed into it. So even if you love the DualShock 4, you should still play with the DualSense because you have these adaptive triggers. You have this incredible haptic feedback. Uh, there is a lot more going on there. Now, in terms of the value this app provides, if you have a PlayStation 4 that is laying around collecting dust after you have a PlayStation 5 in the house, you can put that in a spare bedroom. You could put that potentially in a guest room. You could potentially put that in a den if you have your PlayStation 5 in the living room. Whatever your setup might be, this is an opportunity to provide value to that PlayStation 4 console even with your PlayStation 5. 
Now, of course, the majority of people are probably going to end up selling their old consoles or trading them in, which is perfectly fine, uh, but it is nice to see the option is there to continue adding value to the PlayStation 4. Now, some more news in the Xbox world. Game Pass is adding Planet Coaster, Console Edition, Final Fantasy VIII Remastered, River City Girls, and more in mid-November. Microsoft has announced several new titles coming to Xbox Game Pass for console and PC, which includes everything I just mentioned and more previously announced titles such as Gears Tactics and Tetris Effect Connected, as well as the integration of EA Play. You can get all of the details down below, of course, here is the entire list, but ultimately, you can get EA Play starting on December the 15th on PC, which is a pretty big deal. EA Play is going to be on consoles starting today. EA Play, of course, is included in Game Pass Ultimate now, which is an incredible amount of value because it brings games like FIFA 20, Need for Speed Heat, Titanfall 2, Battlefield, Mass Effect, Skate, The Sims, so many titles. On top of that, EA Play games are going to be available on Android via cloud gaming, but not all of them. They will include Dragon Age Inquisition, Madden NFL 20, Mass Effect Andromeda, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare 2, The Sims 4, and Unravel 2. Now coming soon, Gears Tactics is out now on console and Android if you did want to pick that one up. November the 10th, today, features the addition of Destiny 2 Beyond Light, Planet Coaster, and Tetris Effect Connected. A fantastic looking title. On November the 12th, Final Fantasy VIII Remastered, Goner 2, and Streets of Rogue are all added. On November the 17th, you get Ark Survival Evolved Explorers Edition. Halo The Master Chief Collection gets the addition of Halo 4 on PC as well. And November the 19th features River City Girls and Star Renegades. Now a new addition is that Disney Plus is coming to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate with a 30-day free trial. So it's not quite the comprehensive uh, discussion that we had on yesterday's show, but still a nice little perk. Uh, now, of course, leaving are a few games. Darksiders 3, Munchkin, The Talos Principle, and Tracks the Train Set Game are all heading the way of the road. Uh, but there is your lineup for Game Pass for the next couple of weeks, and what an incredible value it brings to the table. I mean, even if you don't have a stellar launch lineup on the Xbox Series X, you have a huge collection of games that run better on the Xbox Series X than they ever have before in the world of consoles. And I cannot wait. I might dive into Tetris Effect connected definitely um, probably going to be checking out gears tactics then i will absolutely dive into some destiny 2 and explore my new ea play membership that is included as well but the bummer here is that amazon has warned xbox series x owners or at least owners to be the pre-orders may arrive as late as december the 31st Microsoft's new Xbox Series X and S consoles hit store shelves over the next 24 hours, following hotly demanded pre-orders that stripped stock in seconds. Interest in the two next-gen Xbox systems has left stock hard to find, but now Amazon even warns existing buyers that it may not be able to deliver promised pre-orders until December 31st at the latest. The update impacts those with reserved Xbox Series X units through the online retailer, with many until recently assuming they had locked down consoles for launch day. The company contacted those with orders facing delay, as reported by The Verge, with less than 24 hours before devices were expected to arrive on November the 10th. Amazon reportedly states it expects to deliver the consoles in the coming weeks as inventory becomes available throughout November and December, but that anticipated window extends through the end of the year, likely to upset bidding owners waiting for launch day. Budding owners waiting for launch day. Not bidding. Uh, the, only, the only bidding going on is for the Series S and the X on eBay. Uh, I hate it so much. Uh, we are contacting you with an update regarding your order of the Xbox Series X. The email reads, 
We expect to ship your console in the coming weeks as we receive more inventory in November and December, and this time we anticipate that you will receive your Xbox Series X by December 31st or before. We are making every effort to get it to you as soon as possible and apologize for any inconvenience. The demand for the Xbox Series X, the S, and the PlayStation 5 has seen console makers scrambling to meet demand, likely seeing all three devices as a hot commodity into early 2021. That comes as more people find themselves stuck at home than ever, with platform holders seeing record growth throughout recent quarters. Amazon is also far from the only retailer failing to hit launch day targets, although such an extensive delay will prove disappointing for many. So, this sucks, and I apologize to anybody impacted by this. I don't think that it will take until December 31st, but I don't know how many of these consoles Amazon sold without having the stock in stock. Uh, you should be able to know how many you are able to sell. I went to Best Buy today to pick up mine, and they had an entire row of probably about 50 consoles. And so if you have a specific amount, let's say Amazon had 5,000, that's how many should be sold. Uh, but ultimately, it looks like they're going to be working through as more shipments come in. But still a huge bummer for those that are waiting for consoles. Should be interesting to see if we see a repeat with the PlayStation 5 later this week. But that rounds out today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. If you enjoyed today's show, drop me a like down below and let me know what you think about everything we discussed here today. But specifically, how do you feel about the PlayStation 5 launch lineup and its first year on the market? Do you think Horizon Forbidden West will be holiday 2021? And when do you think God of War will come out? Would love to hear your thoughts. But until next time, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. I'm going to go hook up an Xbox console and peace.